What is the purpose of entrepreneurship? It's one of the first questions I ask my students every time I teach my entrepreneurial principles class at Duke University, and I'm always fascinated by the answers. Some people say the purpose is to make money, some people say it's about being your own boss, and some people think entrepreneurship is all about building creative solutions. Are any of those the right answer? Honestly, who am I to say? Sure, I've got my reasons for being entrepreneurial, and those reasons aren't any of the ones I've just shared, but my reasons don't have to be your reasons, and that's okay. In fact, the best answer is probably that entrepreneurs do what they do for all sorts of different reasons, and sometimes those reasons might surprise you. And that's what I wanted to highlight on this episode of Startup Gold from Webmasters. Of the 100 conversations I had on this podcast with entrepreneurs who were building companies for all sorts of reasons, the person who stands out to me as by far having the most unique reason for doing what he did was Peter Sunde. Peter founded a website called The Pirate Bay, a site that was, and still is, one of the most popular websites for accessing pirated content. Why would someone's entrepreneurial motivation be focused on breaking the law? To me, that seems like something worth discussing, so that's what we're going to do. Hey there, and welcome to Startup Gold from Webmasters. I'm Aaron Dinan, your host. I'm a serial entrepreneur, and I teach entrepreneurship at Duke University. These particular episodes of Webmasters are a series of follow-ups I've decided to do after speaking with 100 of history's most successful innovators and entrepreneurs. Originally, for this podcast, I put out an episode after each interview, and that was fun, but it also created an enormous archive of conversations. So before adding any more conversations to that, already large archive, I really wanted to take a bit of time to dig a little deeper into some of those past discussions and pull out more of the important learnings. We're about to do that here by reflecting on a conversation with Peter Sunde, founder of the Pirate Bay. But before doing that, I need to take a moment, as always, to thank this podcast's sponsor. Webmasters is being brought to you with help and support from Latonas. Latonas is a boutique mergers and acquisitions broker. They help people buy and sell cash flow positive internet businesses and digital assets. In other words, they help sell internet businesses, everything from SaaS apps to e-commerce stores that already have valuable customer acquisition processes in place. And that's critical because that's the hard part of building a business, customer acquisition. Imagine being able to buy a business that already has customers, lots of them, and a process for getting more. That's exactly what you can do by heading over to the Latona's website, where you'll find listings for all the established profitable companies Latona's is currently helping to sell. Oh, and uh, by the way, if you're someone who's already done the hard work of building a profitable business with lots of customers and you're thinking about selling it, be sure to reach out to the Latona's team so they can help you get it sold for a great price. Either way, looking to buy an internet business or looking to sell one, make sure you get started by heading over to latonas.com. That's L-A-T-O-N-A-S.com. For those of you who aren't familiar with the Pirate Bay, let me take a moment to add a little context, or rather, let me take a moment to let Peter Sunde, one of the Pirate Bay's founders, explain what the Pirate Bay is in his own words. So basically, the Pirate Bay is a search engine where you can search for information that other people want to share with the world. And then 
if you want to download that information, there's a link to a torrent file, which basically gives you access to that information from everyone who is interested in sharing that file. So it's a peer-to-peer -peer file sharing system, but PirateBay is just a search engine for finding those peers. So no content is hosted on PirateBay, only the metadata of what's available on the file sharing realm is a decentralized system. So PirateBay and most other torrent sites are just a search engine index, like Google, but without a cache and without copies of pictures and all of that, which is weird that Google didn't get sued for. The Pirate Bay, as you just heard Peter tell us, is a search engine for torrents. Torrents are basically like binder files that point you to another server where a file is hosted so you can download it. Technically, any types of files can be connected to a torrent, but, well, people are people, and the vast, vast, vast majority of torrent files are connecting to copyrighted materials, things like songs and movies. In other words, we're talking about quote-unquote illegal file sharing. Now, regardless of your personal views about file sharing, it's worth highlighting what Peter pointed out, which is that his website, The Pirate Bay, didn't host any illegal files. It just pointed people in the right direction. Because of that, a case could be made that Peter didn't do anything wrong. Or you could say, of course he did something wrong by showing people how to do something illegal, even if he wasn't technically doing it himself. In any case, this technicality seems relevant considering the fact that Peter literally went to jail for his startup. I've been to prison. I had to go to prison because of Pirate Bay. I sat in rooms next to serial killers. I hung out with them for like months and months. Weird people. They were super nice. They liked me because they liked what I did. Some people called me Jesus because I had to go to prison for their sins, you know, for their downloads. Prison guards had to ask me for autographs for their kids. Very bizarre situation. Let's think about that for a second. Is the company you're building right now so important to you that you'd go to prison for it? I mean, yes, plenty of entrepreneurs have certainly found themselves in legal hot water for their actions. Heck, I suppose we could argue that drug dealers are very entrepreneurial and plenty of them have wound up in jail. But the difference between why your average entrepreneur might wind up in jail versus why Peter found himself sitting in prison alongside serial killers is a very important distinction. For most entrepreneurs, jail would mean something went terribly wrong. For Peter, jail was the result of things going, in a sense, very well. Specifically, he was doing what he believed in. Most people don't have to actually talk about what they believe. They just talk about numbers or like uh, scale or finance or uh, business plan or all of these things. And I think that the missing part is what do you want to do with your life? You want to look yourself in the mirror every morning because you're proud of yourself. You're happy with what you're doing. You're doing something which you believe in. You don't really care about the money. Maybe you even lose money from it. In other words, it's not like Peter got caught doing something he was trying to avoid getting in trouble for. Peter and his Pirate Bay team basically stuck their tongues out at the corporate and legal worlds and were perfectly fine with anyone seeing them do it. It grew quite a lot very quickly because most of the other torrent sites, they shut down when they started getting threatening letters. And when we got our first letters, we decided to make a decision. Are we gonna keep this running or are we gonna give in to them? So we started sending back letters saying, F you, you don't control us. We're in Sweden. We don't follow US legislations. They sent a lot of these Copyright Act letters forcing us to take stuff offline from the internet. And of course it doesn't apply in Sweden. So we just told them that you have to invade us first. And we know that people from the United States are very interested in invading countries, but do it before you try to dictate our local laws. I sent a picture of a polar bear once to the people from DreamWorks just as a reply to a letter, and they were very confused about the picture. 
uh, and basically wrote back asking what the f is this? Uh, maybe not in those wordings. And I explained, this is a guy that was outside my window this morning. I don't care about copyright because I have a polar bear trying to kill me. You know, what's more important? And they didn't know how to react to all of these things. We understood that there was PR for the Pirate Bay. Uh, it was a big f you that there's a David Goliath thing going on. We had the law on our side. So it was very important for us to have people's attention to discuss the issues. Ah, the issue at hand. This is why I wanted to return to my conversation with Peter Sunde. On its surface, the story of the Pirate Bay is a story about intellectual property, but that's not an interesting story. The interesting story for me is the story about entrepreneurial purpose. Peter didn't run the Pirate Bay to get rich, be his own boss, build something cool, or any of the other reasons entrepreneurs usually give for doing what they do. Instead, Peter ran the Pirate Bay because, for him, the Pirate Bay was a manifestation of his views about how the world should be. Or, according to him, the Pirate Bay was different from other file sharing services because it had a purpose and meaning beyond the technology itself. It just kind of happened that we had a political stance of why we did it, and most of the other people running other file sharing networks, they were more interested in having fun with it. It was fun technology. But we had the reasoning behind, which I think was why we became so big. We didn't just do something, we did it for a cause. So what exactly was that cause? Well, the Pirate Bay came out of a larger concept started online in the early days of the web called the Bureau of Piracy. It was a semi-political stance against what Sweden had at the time, which was called the Bureau Against Piracy. For Peter and his fellow pirates, piracy isn't really a thing because every human has a right to access information. For me, it became very important that other people, just not myself and my generation, had the possibility of having the same access to information as we did. So I got really interested in the whole topic of file sharing and uh, like the whole information wants to be free discussion that was ages ago. And for me, it was really, really important giving back somehow the, the same education that I had because my generation, we didn't have education at all really when it came to computers. It became all of the teachers that work in, in universities and so on, they were really good. They're probably from my generation because they learned everything when it happened. And it's a bit different, you know, learning by living instead of just learning by, by reading. Now, let's be clear, you can agree with Peter's stance that all information wants to and should be free, or you can disagree with it. That's not the issue I'm interested in. What I'm interested in is placing Peter's work on Pirate Bay against this broader question about the purpose of entrepreneurship. Specifically, how might we square an entrepreneur like Peter with an entrepreneur who says it's about the money or it's about being their own boss or even one who says entrepreneurship is about helping people? Peter's vision of entrepreneurship seems to be focused on fighting for a cause. Is that entrepreneurship too? To be fair, Peter himself might not think so. I never liked the idea of entrepreneurship. For me, an entrepreneur is someone who builds a house. In Scandinavian languages, entrepreneur is actually the building entrepreneur. That's the same word. So for me, it's more like I worked for other companies and I never liked the way companies worked. I tried startup things. I tried working for big companies. I worked for municipalities. And there is always the lack of, I would say, maybe the social connections, why we do things. So for me, it's always been about providing some sort of connection to culture, to society, to something that improves society in a sustainable way. So that was why I started companies. But I would like to not have to start companies, but rather have other types of organizations. It's only a necessity to have the vehicle, but I don't find it appealing to do companies, to be honest. So you're saying you think corporate structure is more like a vessel for organization, but one you'd prefer what didn't exist? 
I think the big problem is that you tend to think about businesses as something that is supposed to give you a salary. And some people have the enjoyment of doing work that's interesting. But for me, there's the third layer of doing something which improves life, doesn't mess life up, would be good enough for me if people start thinking about what the impact they have on the world with what they're doing. We don't even think about that when we start companies or anything. Very often when I'm out uh, speaking at conferences, entrepreneur conferences, I just ask the audience for one thing. It's like, just think about your own impact on society. If you're at an ad tech conference, most people go like, I just make useless stuff that people hate. Why should I do this? You know, and I think that's the missing aspect. So I couldn't be happy with my everyday life if it was focused around making money. And I also think that if you're happy with what you're doing because it makes you proud of what you achieve and it's fun going to work and you feel pride and fulfillment, I think you do a better job and you actually benefit from it financially as well. Some sort of karma, but I just think we work better when we do better. Whether he likes the idea of being called an entrepreneur or not, I think Peter just told us the real purpose of entrepreneurship and in doing so, helped us figure out what an entrepreneur is. The purpose of entrepreneurship is to make a positive impact on the world. Now, to be clear, this definition still has problems. For example, what I consider positive isn't necessarily something you might consider positive. Or in Peter's case, what he considered positive, i.e. making all information free, was something lots of other people didn't think was positive, and as a result, he wound up in jail. But on some level, couldn't we say this tension is the natural outcome of any entrepreneurial endeavor? Not that everyone is going to ultimately go to jail, I don't mean jail is the natural outcome, but I do mean that any entrepreneurial endeavor where a founder is pursuing positive impact is going to also have negative impacts to some other group of people. For example, even if you did something as great for the world as, say, curing cancer, doing so would destroy a huge multi-billion dollar industry and cost tons of people their jobs. Am I saying you shouldn't cure cancer because of those negative impacts? Of course not. Instead, I'm trying to get to the heart of why I'm so fascinated by my conversation with Peter Sunde. The world put Peter Sunde in jail because the world believed he did something wrong, or rather the people who controlled lots of money and power in the world believed it. But Peter Sunde doesn't think he did anything wrong. And this is the case with every entrepreneurial endeavor. No matter what you build, you're going to have impacts both good and bad. And getting bigger is only going to magnify those outcomes. The more good you do, the more bad you'll do. Knowing this, how do we move forward? I honestly don't have a great answer, but it's a necessary question for every entrepreneur to be thinking about, and that's why I wanted to use this episode of Startup Gold from Webmasters to make sure it's on your mind. So I'll leave you to think more about it. As you do, though, you might think about a few other important things too, like, for example, checking out the full archive of Webmasters episodes. You can find them wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Other things to think about include all the great lessons I've got for you about startups and entrepreneurs over on my website, which is aaronedinen.com. You can also spend some time thinking about this podcast's sponsor, Latona's, especially if you're interested in buying or selling an internet business. Learn more over at latonas.com. A quick thanks again to Peter Sunde for originally taking the time to share his story in the story of the Pirate Bay. And of course, a thanks to all of you for listening. Keep sharing your thoughts, feedback, ideas, and suggestions. I look forward to hearing all of them, and I also look forward to being back soon with another episode.